Live from Low Tree Studios in Lancaster, California, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Mindy Podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, it looks like those 2020 warnings that you may have seen pop up in your Facebook or Twitter feed could be legit. I'll explain, plus I'll share the most popular baby names in 2019, your reasons to party for tomorrow, and predictions about the year 2020 from the past. It's pretty cool. This is really fun. They're from the past, and we'll we'll see if they actually came true. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and Mindy will share reasons, uh, reasons your blunt friends are the best friends to have. That's right. All right, cool. Uh, Wednesday evening has arrived, so uh, welcome those of you listening live on CastBox and those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcatcher, Mindy, it's midweek. It is. We're in the middle of it. Uh, what are your midweek highlights so far? Uh, midweek. Midweek. Well, I barely got here. Barely got here. So I was trying to get fitted for contacts, but I ran out of time. So I had to reschedule and I'm not sure whether I'm going to like them. Why is that? They're very weird feeling in your eyes. Well, you, you, they you'll say get used you'll to adjust them. to them, and there are certain lenses, I guess, that are better than others. And I'm basically starting with the the beginning to see whether I even like them. Right. But I couldn't get them out of my eyes. <laughs> so you had no problem getting the the contacts in your eye, but getting them out was yeah. Tough. I figured out how to get them in, but then getting them out was tough because you can't see them. So it's all like touch, and you really gotta push into your eyeball and <laughs> swipe down. And swipe down? Yeah, to get it sort of out. I don't know. That's, you, you, I need more training. You need more training. Uh, I think I would have trouble just getting them in. So, uh, most, not, she said most people did, but I did pretty good. Oh, that's good. I that's followed good. her directions. Did you, did you put them in yourself? Yes. And so then you tried to get them out and it, you just couldn't. You I couldn't she, and I was out of time. I was rushing. I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to make it. Did she uh, <sighs> get them out for you? Did she pull your eye open and get it out? Yes. And she pushed and how, really how hard in and swiped down. How could that be good for your eyes? It, it didn't seem like feel like it actually felt okay. Well, I'm sure the the the, the, the um, contact lens protects the eye. If, you know, from scratching or anything like that. So that's cool. And it does, th those ones don't, the, the practice ones don't have any, uh, any prescription on them, right? No, Obviously. those did. Once I had them in, I could see I was. Kinda, it's your prescription? Yeah. How do they know that? How because they, they have all different kinds. And so, uh, for instance, my um, right eye is worse than my left eye. And so whatever the prescription is in that eye, they had in stock and the one that I had in my other eye. That's pretty cool. Now, if they have to do uh, this, this, nobody cares about this. People care about this. I care about well, it. Who cares had, if nobody else does? I do. I have I'm a interested. little stigmatism. So, hell I did, yeah, you I, do. I, <laughs> Just kidding. I had to, I have a more of a special curve, I guess, to my eye because of that. Mm. So, he wasn't sure whether he did have them in stock. So, so no, the ones that you tried on will be the ones that you'll get if you yeah. can if you can learn how to do it. Yes, because they're not going to let you leave there without knowing how to take them in and take them out. But God, you know, I, I don't, they don't want to risk that, right? Right. So that you're not at home like freaking out because you can't get them out. Right. That's interesting. And you pay for the training too. Forty nine bucks for the training. What? Yeah. How much are how much are our uh, contact lenses? Are they cheaper than glasses? It depends. You have to buy them more frequently. They don't go you? all the way up in. Because they give you a price sheet, they go all the way up to about fifteen hundred dollars. Wow! But luckily, we have insurance, and the Yikes. ones that mine are just regular. So those were I don't know one fifty nine somewhere around there. That's the initial, but then you don't have to pay that. Your insurance covers like sixty bucks every year. You're expensive with your eyes, man. I bought these glasses; they're nice. The total came to about six hundred bucks, and I only paid thirty dollars for them. Thirty bucks, Mindy. <laughs> Get with the program, man. Be cheaper. Hey. You're expensive to keep. Anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. They say it's cheaper to keep her, but in this case, I don't know. I have a little rant. Though. Oh, no. Oh, no. Can I Can I just go rant, with rant? Get it out. Get it out. The rant is, is, and anybody in the chat, let me know what you think. Yeah, what, what do you, when what do you, you think? When you make an appointment. Holy. Are you getting a call? Is the world coming to an end? <laughs> I am. That's my. This is my ringtone. Sounds like the troops are coming in. Um, I'll turn that down. Go okay, ahead. so my rant is is when I make an appointment, 
I expect me to be in at some point around that that appointment time. So for instance, yeah. I was there at 3.50. It was early. I don't expect them to get me in at, but my appointment was 4.15. They were 20 minutes after. Four, after 4.15? Yeah. Yeah. Now, they charge you if you don't make your appointment. Right. But they don't, but you don't charge them. Right. You don't get a refund if they don't get you in in time. So my time is precious too. Like yeah. I want to get in there. And I'm they were you. very accommodating. I'm not, I'm not being a total bitch, but, <laughs> but I mean, I was there for almost two hours and you I were. was pushing it. And I told them, I'm like, I need to be on time and you need to let me know because if I can't, I'll just reschedule. No big deal. Right. 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 They were pushing it. I'm with you. On time. Yeah, that bugs me too. Our dentist, our, so we have, you know, pretty good dentist and pretty good vision. We, the, the places we go to, are they're great. But what my biggest complaint about both of them is that when you go there, you're there for way too long. Yeah. Like the dentist, I fucking hate it. Every time I go there, I'm going to be there an hour, almost an hour and a half. That's because your teeth are fucked up. No, it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> this is before I even get in the room. It's 20, 30 minutes. And then I'm in the room and I'm waiting 15 yeah, minutes yeah. and it's every single time. And the, the vision's the same way. And yeah. we, we, you know, we podcast every night. So it's like hard to schedule it in a, in a night when you don't have anything going on. Well, I was excited. So that was my highlight. I was excited to try contacts yeah. because I really hate wearing glasses. I really do. I'm with you. And I'd like to, you know, if we go out and stuff, I'd like to look like my normal self without glasses. But anyway. Yeah. I digress. Um, <laughs> do you? I have to come back. And so I didn't want to be rushed because- yeah. I'm with you. It was rushed. I hear you, man. I, I can't see you. These new glasses, I can't see you. Yeah, well, let's do that. You're blurry. I need to use my other ones for podcasts. You probably. are in the beginning stages like I was where you are doing where you tilt your glasses down That's your it. nose. I hate that. So, I don't like doing that. I'm not doing it. And I had to do that all the time at work and I hated it. <sighs> anyway, happy. you need progressives. Well, my midweek highlight is that the week's almost over. That's my. That's about all I got. <laughs> Seriously, yes. it's about all I got. I do have a rant too. If anybody wants to hear another rant, it's a brief one, but it's uh, I was really pissed last night playing pickleball. Now, if you don't know what pickleball is, look it up. People make fun of me because of the name. That's the name, okay? But it is, it's a sport, you know, even young kids are playing it. There's young kids showing up to yeah. the park now playing it. Uh, really fun. It's a cross between tennis and, and uh, like table tennis, ping pong. Um, it's a, it's really fun. So anyway, I'm over there and I'm playing and get in a few games. And then I get into this game where I'm playing with a person who's not as good as me. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm playing against two other people I've played with before. I'm friends with them. And uh, they, they start only playing. They only start hitting to the person, to my teammate. Yeah. Because they know if they hit to me, they're going to have more of a competitive shot coming back at them. It's not a surefire thing that I'm going to win, right? That we're going to win. But you're a little more competitive than the guy that's a little new. I'm better. I'm, I have more skill, right? So big deal. So they, they keep playing to him because they want to win, right? We're at a fucking park. We're not at a tournament. Right. And I show up. I only get to play a couple times a week. So I show up and I want to play. And when they're hitting to him the whole time, I'm just like, this is lame, dude. Because they want to win. They want they want to win. Exactly. So we're playing and the first game, then I start I start bitching about it. I'm like, oh, you guys are afraid. I'm like, you guys are afraid to play to me. You're afraid you're going to lose if you play to me. Well, they f finished that game. We played the next game and then they started playing to me a little bit more. And of course... Me and my partner, we won. Now, it was close, though. It was like uh, 11 to 9, which is a close game, and that's fun, right? You get into some good rallies. Then we played best out of three, and they played to that guy, and I was pissed. I'm, I was, I called them pussies. I said, I, "Wow, I, Jason." Well, I, not indirectly, I said, "This pussy ass way of playing pisses me off." I said it out loud, mm. and I didn't play with those guys the rest of the time. That's my little rant. So, you know, we're at a park, people. Let's just have some fun. Let's get into some rallies. And why wouldn't you want to play with somebody better so you can get better, right? Right. Well, we ranted. Let's start our podcast I know. now. We never do that. We started off with rant. So anybody that's freshly new listening to us, we never get on and just <laughs> rant. Welcome, everybody. It's nice to see all of you uh, in the chat. We yeah. appreciate you showing up. Uh, let's get into this podcast here. Yeah. 
By the way, Sadie Mae did say aloha, y'all. Sorry, we didn't say hi right away. Uh, we were ranting. And <laughs> that happens when you're ranting. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the topics here. I've got a couple to start. It looks like those 2020 warnings. I didn't get these warnings, but if you did, this is it right here. It looks like those 2020 warnings that you may have seen pop up in your Facebook or Twitter feed could be legit as you try to remember to write the correct year and on official forms and documents. The National Association of Consumer Advocates in the U.S. is warning you to be diligent in writing the full year uh, rather than simply putting 20 to signify the year 2020. Why? When 2020 is abbreviated, those looking to exploit unsuspecting people can easily manipulate those numbers and leave people potentially vulnerable to fraud. For example, a document dated 1420 could easily be changed to 142021. So if they just put 20 on there, you can just put 21 after it. Right. Mm. Instead of tw instead of it being twenty, it could be twenty twenty one. By adding two numbers at the end, that method could be used to make a dated check appear current, or to uh, ooh, that's a that's a word I've never used before. Nef nefariously change the terms of a credit agreement, making it appear as if you still own own money. Own money or owe money? I think it's owe. Oh. Um, there's no evidence yet that anyone has been scammed in this manner. Well, it's only, what, how many days in? We're eight days in here, people. Uh, but it's better to be safe than sorry to be sure. Uh, so be sure to write out the full four digits of the year. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Maybe someone knows in the chat. Why in the hell after dogs eat and then they come and lay down on their bed, do they lick for 35 minutes? They lick their paws, they lick their their vagine, they lick their dingle, they lick everything for 35 <laughs> minutes. They lick each other. Well, it's a kind of- What a, is that? It's a grooming period. You know, you eat, you, you're cleaning up, you, you wash your hands after you eat, right? Yeah, I guess, well, but they're not using their hands to eat. It's sort of the same thing. <sighs> <laughs> frustrates me because I hate that sound. That's one of the that's one of the sounds that climbs up the back of my spine. Yes. Anyway, let's move on to most popular baby names in 2019. Do you want to try to guess any at all? <clears throat> now I'll go boys and girls. It's top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's all Jimmy or Jay's in bad day. Well, I'm just bitching a little bit. I yeah, you're a little whiny. Uh, hey, whatever. Leave me alone. Get off my back. All right. So pop most popular baby names in 2019. Mm. What do we got? Baby what do you names. Think? Yeah. Uh, People naming their kids. Uh Aiden. Mm, good job. That's number four, Mindy. Nice. Did you did you think of a friend's no. kid? No. All right. Aiden is number four. Um, That's pretty good. Proud of you. Need help one. from the chat on this one. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, maybe. I don't have babies and I don't know many friends that have babies. Well, I'll start with number 10. You already guessed number four. This is boys. We'll go with Mohammed is number 10. Really? Mohammed. I've, ne I've never heard that name. I've never either. Well, it's popular. It might be worldwide. Yeah, maybe. So there you go. Uh, there's a lot of folks that might name their kid Mohammed worldwide. Uh, number nine is Oliver. Yeah. Oliver, that's a cool name. I like that That's name. actually an old name that's probably coming yeah. back. You know what old name I like to come back for girls? Gladys. Gladys? Really? You think, you think it's dusty, huh? Yeah, it's real dusty. I think it's a cool name. All right, number eight, Elijah. Elijah, yes. Elijah. I've heard that. Number seven is Lucas. Aren't both of those sort of biblical? Mm, I don't... Elijah? Mm, Luke, Luke is. I don't know about Lucas, but Luke is. Uh, number six is Caden. Yes, I've heard that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I should have said that one. Yeah, number five is Grayson. Never heard that one. Grayson. Mm -mm. Gracie for a girl. Gracie for a girl, but no, Grayson. You said Aiden, number four. Number three is Noah. Noah, yeah, that's biblical. Number two is Jackson. Jackson is a first name. I like that. And number one is Liam. Mm. Liam's a cool oh, name. Yes. I like that name. That's, that's number cool. one, right? Number one. Mm -hmm. All right, go with girls now. Do you think, can you think of anything for girls? Alea? Oh, Aaliyah's number 10. Nice job. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I think Game of Thrones. That one, It's been on the list before. You've heard the list before. Oh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, you're gonna, I can't remember her name, too. And they just said it today in a podcast. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, well, I'll keep go going. Ahead. That's okay. Go number nine is Riley. 
as a girl's I name. I like that. Number eight is Mia. Mia. Hmm. Number seven is M- um, Amelia. Amelia. I was going to say Amelia. Oh, that Amelia Clark. Yeah, Amelia. Number six is Isabella. Number five is Aria. That's the one. Oh, okay. Number four is Ava. Number three is Emma. Number two is Olivia. And number one is Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. And as of note, actor Keanu Reeves had a banner year appearing in four big movies in 2019, and the name Keanu saw a 24% increase in use over 2018. On another list compiled by babynames.com, the most popular girl name was Charlotte, inspired by Princess Charlotte of the royal family, perhaps? And none of the names I would have named my kids were on there. Yeah. For a boy, I would have named him Branson. Yeah, that's unique. And I loved Michaela uh, and Bailey yeah, for a girl. Bailey for a girl. Yeah, that's a good name. I like it. Cool. Let's move on to this. Yes. Did you know? All right, check this out. Jonathan Goldstein of Montreal has parlayed this skill. Some would call it a gift into a paid gig. In his spare time, he assembles IKEA furniture for people who don't have the patience or ability. Nice. Yeah. He charges ten cent. Uh, 10% of the price of the piece. Oh, okay. So however much the piece is, he charges 10% of that. How old do you think Jonathan Goldstein is? Mm, 15? He's nine years old. Aw. How about Jonathan, right? Right. Jonathan's going to be a billionaire. That's an entrepreneur. Guaranteed. Right All right, let's move on to your reasons to party for tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Uh, If you're just joining us, you've never heard this podcast. Uh, We do your reasons to party for tomorrow. Now, what I used to do back in the day when we would pre-record and our shows would be released fairly early in the morning, I would do your reasons to party for the day. But shoot, it's six o'clock. Yeah, Pacific. If you're in New York, it's nine o'clock. Your day is over. So we do your reasons to party for tomorrow. The first reason to party for tomorrow, it is Apricot Day or Apricot Day, however you say it. Saluting the fruit that inspired the name of a color. Wow, that's pretty cool. The uh, sort of orange, orange, orange inspired a color as well. The word apricot means precious in Latin. The apricot tree emerged in China more than four thousand years ago. It is one of my favorite summer fruits. My grandma used to have an apricot tree or an apricot tree in the backyard, and I would get ill eating them like really you know you just get when you eat a lot of fruit cherries plums them in your face hole huh apricots you get you get the poopy drawers not not in a bad way like you get you're just you get a very loose stool i can't do fruit like that it's got a weird skin yeah anything that's a little furry or fuzzy that's not going down the gullet hmm that's what she said (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, Antonio said face hole shover. What's a face hole? Oh, I wish because I shove it in my face mm-hmm. hole. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and your other reason to party for tomorrow, it's International Choreographer's Day observed on the birth date of George Balanchine. Balanchine? Sounds right. George Balanchine, one of the world's greatest choreographers, born in 1904 in St. Petersburg, Russia. Altogether, everybody, five, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? No, no, it's you're supposed to dance. Five, six, and oh. you dance. <laughs> um, was, that, was that from Laverne and Shirley? Shamil Shamazel, oh, some... something, something, Incorporated. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And then also tomorrow, it's Play God Day. Ooh. So what would you do if you were the big guy or gal for a day? What would you do? What would I do? Yeah, how would you what would you I would do? Tell would everybody to take the day off. Oh, take the day off. Nice, right? Everybody Relax. take the day off. Just the day take off. the day off. Go appreciate yourself. You tell everybody go to the mountains and take the day off. And then that day we go to the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> All right. Tomorrow's also Static Electricity Day. I guess you can count on this being a bad hair day. Mm, that is a bad it was, hair day. It's so windy here right now, too. You might, I don't think they could hear it, but you you got this really awesome new wind chime. Yeah. It's, I could hear it. It's, it's got it's, really big. It's beautiful sounding. Yeah. It's I don't very, know how very to nice. even describe it. You'd have to hear it. Yeah. Well, how long are the, 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 how long is the longest pipe? About two feet, something like that. If not three, yeah. No, probably about two. You're about yeah. right, yeah. 
It's pretty cool. And then the last reason to party for tomorrow, it's World Nerd Day. World Nerd Day. World Nerd Fact, according to the Oxford Dictionary, bookkeeper is the only word in the English language without any hyphens with three consecutive repeat letters. Bookkeeper. Okay. That make that's fun. <laughs> I know, right? Glad I did that. All right, let's move on to entertainment news. Okay. It's entertainment news with Mindy. You're gonna get yourself some entertainment news. First up, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban have dug deep into their pockets to the tune of 500000 to help in what seems like an impossible battle to fight the devastating wildfires in Australia. Yeah, it's pretty bad there. They both have a very personal stake in all of this. Of course they do. The pair own a home in Australia where they are were both raised, which is not yet affected by the fires, but is currently under threat. So far, 13 million acres have gone up in flames. There are a hundred... Wow, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, I've been kind of watching what I see on Facebook. There are 146 fires in New South Wales alone, and the summer heat has been unforgiving. An estimated half a billion wild animals have died in the fires. Oh my God. 1,500 homes have gone up in smoke, and 24 people have died. That's that is pretty devastating. So, how many people? Only 24 people, which that's a lot. Anybody but the that animals, dies. But the so animals sad. is I, what's devastating. I saw this image of these kangaroos on the front, just tons of them on the front lawns of people's, in front of people's houses. Aww. It's just incredible. I can't even sad. imagine. You know, uh, they, they have a fund that, that we all should give to. We have, I haven't yet, but I saw it. And it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it started out, I saw it first, it was about $500,000. A day later, it was, it was at $14 million. Wow. For a fund for them. I'm sure it's gone up way more than that now. So anyway, go ahead. Sorry. All right. Next up Disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein mm. Weinstein Weinstein mm -hmm. will finally answer for rape allegations against him starting this week. More than two years after the first of more than 80 sexual assault wow. or sexual abuse allegations against Weinstein kickstarted the Me Too movement. The celebrity laced case will take center stage in the Big Apple when jury selection begins today in Manhattan Supreme Court. Well, was it today or was it might have been yesterday? Might have been knows? yesterday. Yeah. Anyway. And lastly, Gwyneth Paltrow, the Goop Lab, is coming to Netflix. The series finds the CEO testing out some pretty wacky wellness practices mm. from finding your your orgasm. Whoa. Yeah. To experimenting with psychedelics and psychic mediums. The six-episode series is described as guiding the deeply inquisitive viewer in an exploration of bound boundary-pushing wellness topics, hmm. which also include cold therapy, anti-aging, and energy healing. Your guess is as good as ours as to what those things entail. Hmm. The Goop Lab premieres on Netflix January 24th. Okay, I won't be watching it. I think it's kind of interesting. I don't. I don't really think she's that great. But uh, anyway, moving along to the question of the podcast. And Papa Bear's in the chat. He says, hey guys, how's everyone? We are doing great on this end. Of course, you have some folks in the chat that can respond as well, but we're doing great. Thank you for asking, Papa Bear. Appreciate it. And to go back to what you were talking about in entertainment news, you're talking about how Harvey Weinstein and he's, uh, the allegations he's finally going to have to pay for, or there's court courts going on right now. Um, it's, there's something I saw on Twitter and it's, uh, it, you just have to look it up. It's, it's pretty interesting to see this clip of the many, many uh, actors and actresses who are thanking him 
thanking him after they win an award. Are you kidding me? Oogling over him after they win an award in the past, right? In wow. the past, calling him, I don't know, they call him the, the, the bulldog or the pit, out of something, pit bull or whatever. I, I'm, I'm totally saying all this wrong. But the point is, is they were just giving him massive amount of praises, including Meryl Streep. I mean, big people. So it's, you know, now all of a sudden he's under the bus. Everybody hates him. But uh, even Gwyneth Paltrow, who I think accused him of sexual assault, I'm not sure. Again, I'm, I might be speaking literally out of my ass. If anybody in the chat knows, please help me out. Uh, but she she thanked him, won a couple of awards and thanked him. Wow. I don't know if, if she was one of them that, that uh, mentioned that he was inappropriate with her. I'm I think right so. now sitting here trying to remember the podcast that I just listened to. It was a, like a six-part series on... The Weinstein, 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 Jesus, Jesus, um, and he was not a good guy, and there are multiple accounts. I of, understand that, and he, he, but I'm telling you, watch that video. But it's very sneaky, though. I can see why people think he's good, because if you listen, he was very manipulative, and um, but he did a lot of he in the as far as the movie business. All right, let's let's take let's take let's take. But the, that's how he manipulated things. He would give a lot of money to charities and all kinds of stuff. And is that him manipulating it? Yeah, because he did it. Well, you have to listen to the podcast, but he did it so that the the uh, light would be off him, so to speak, and it would be in in many many good ways instead of all the dirty shit he was actually doing. Well, I will say this. Um, yes, I, I don't. I don't disagree with the man's creepy and did creepy stuff. I don't disagree with that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying there are two parts to people, right? It's the same thing with with Michael Jackson and the accusations against him. Let's assume they're true, right? I'm not saying they are or they aren't. I wasn't in the room. I can't say that they are or they aren't. Let's assume they're true, right? Mm -hmm. And he did those creepy things to those kids, Michael Jackson. I'm talking about now. He still did a tremendous amount of good, right? So we there's there can exist duality in people where there's yeah. good and evil. Oh, yeah, I totally get what you're saying, and and they just had a thing about that with Michael Jackson that right. he was this amazing artist, and yet he did all these horrible things. So is yeah, you're right. There is a there is a duality about people, right? Uh, Joseph in the chat saying he honeypots people. Basically, the movie industry's Jeffrey Epstein offsets their evil deeds. Uh, Antonio says, "Harvey, you want this role here? Put this in your mouth." Yeah, that's true, but he didn't do that to Matt Damon. You know who I think he helped them do Goodwill Hunting. You know he didn't do that to them. You know I'm just saying that they're. they're I'm not saying I'm not, to say, I'm not praising this guy. Trust me, please. No, I'm not praising this guy, but it's a weird world we live in when, when you've got someone that did such an, such evil, but also did, I mean, a lot of, a lot of amazing movies were funded and created through, through his house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's weird to watch that video of the actors thanking him like he was God. Meryl Streep said he was God on the video. Wow. Okay, I'm just saying it's And you know, you look at the contrast crazy. about some of the some of the women that were um in this um gosh, what do you want to call it? Some sort of ring that he was doing with women. Yeah. And um they would say the opposite for sure. I'm sure look, I'm sure I know it. I'm I'm not I'm just, saying that he's I'm a just, great guy. Know, it's just, I'm just a weird it in there. Yeah, thanks for throwing it in there. Everybody's throwing that in there. We all know <laughs> that part. But what about the other stuff that he did that might you know it's there's I duality. Play devil's uh, Joseph's in the chat says Damon's a huge star now from the help of Weinstein. Thank you, Joseph. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So he probably he's, he's so not going to say not, much, right? That's what I'm talking about. He made I'm not, people's like, careers going against you. I know so you're not. Stop getting all spooled. Hey, I'm fired up. You are fired. not not on his Settle defense, down. but I'm just saying he he cr he created people's careers too. He also hurt people tremendously. Mm. So it's just a weird thing how we can be good and also not good. All right, Mindy, you're, you're done with it, I could see. Let's move on to the question <laughs> of the podcast. It is this, if, if you have a New Year's resolution, right, because we're right in the new year, and this is only our second show of the year, uh, how do you plan to see it through? Mindy, how do you plan to see your New Year's resolution through? Well, before we get on, Jimmy said, even if he was assaulted, I don't, I doubt Damon would say anything. 
that would damage his image as well. Yeah, and I doubt Damon was assaulted. I think he assaulted women. Uh, uh, yeah, he was more Harvey of a, Weinstein definitely women. women. It was so. definitely a women thing. Anyway, moving on. Um, okay, so New Year's. I, I'm 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 uh, doing the fasting thing. Right. So, what's how, your plan to see it through? My plan has been uh, to inch my hours back, closing my window shorter, uh, getting some exercise in. Nice. And uh, making healthy choices for food. And just continuing to be conscious of that as yes. you go throughout the and year. And this week has been a challenge since we've got back from our vacation. Yeah. It's me and uh, a fr- coworker at work were talking about it. And it, it's just been a challenge getting back on track. But it's okay to have a vacation and to indulge. I, I, oh, I'm not going to be like so strict that I can't ever have anything, but it's been a challenge this week. I bet. I agree. Well, we mentioned that I don't necessarily make New Year's resolutions. I try and I try to be, uh, you know, conscious as I'm going through the year anyway. I yeah. use the end of the year as a way of evaluating and, and making minor adjustments to see what I want to improve upon. How I try to see that through is I really just try to be conscious you know, of the results and seeing what's coming and, and, and just adjust as I go along. Um, but also try to be really, really focused on it, you know, be really, really focused on actually making it happen and focusing on the reasons why, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy says, okay, good night. All have a better, have a better day, Jason. <laughs> Deep <laughs> breath and bring that positive energy. You know, it's also fun to just bring a little bit of sauce to the world, you know, it but is. thank you very much, Jimmy. I appreciate that, man. Uh, all right. So we have listener responses from the, uh, Facebook pages. Yes, we do. So let's see what they're saying. Well, uh, Carol was awesome. She, she I, helped out a lot. I forgot to put the question of the podcast on right. our social media. Right. So Carol did it for me. And it was, <laughs> I didn't know because, and a couple friends had reached out to me and said, Carol's so great, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know. I hadn't seen Facebook. She put the pictures up and everything. I didn't. Yeah. I was, and so when You didn't I, see it on your phone? No, because I'm working. Right. I hadn't even touched my phone. So by the time I got to see it, you know, all the messages from people that I went on and I saw that she had posted it and she complete with pictures yeah, and everything like great. I would do. It's great. Yeah, it was amazing. And so then you reposted you. it, but. I No, I, I did it on our other social right, medias, gotcha. but left that one on my page. Cool, cool. So anyway, hers was no resolutions. This is by Carol, ma- made by me. But I am trying to take a photo every day at 10 a.m. Unless I'm doing something or somewhere where it is not safe to take a snap, the nearest time to 10 a.m. will do. So far, so good. And my question to you, Carol, is why? What are what, what is the photo about? Yeah, I well, it's just uh, yeah. What is that? Just 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 to have one from each day. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, idea. it's kind That's of a, a cool great idea. idea. I like it. And then, uh, you know, everybody was thanking her, of course, for doing that. So we'll move on to the next comment. That would be Angie. One resolution is to read at least two books this year. LOL. They take me forever. I'm going to try to do this before bed instead of watching TV. And you know what? That's one of mine, too. That's a good one. I should do the same. I'm tired of looking at my phone at night. I need to read. That's a good one. Then she says, or looking at my phone. Uh, The second is best the second is working at getting back in shape. The past year was a year of recovery. So I'm actively building back my habit of being active and exercising every day. That's a couple actives right there. Yeah. She's actively working on being active. Active. It's a lot of active. It is. It's very active. <laughs> and then Angie Mirendorf, another Angie. So don't make, I don't make new year resolutions because if it doesn't happen, then there's no discipline. Okay. <laughs> Angie. Angela. Right. She's doing. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's it for the comments because it was so late and I apologize. Yeah, it's we're getting back on our game. I think uh, Carol politely called you out on it a little bit. Yes, she did. And, and it's true. We, you know, it, it's the first week back and, you know, we're, we're, we're just getting back into the rhythm. Uh, Mindy will get back to posting it early on so that we have plenty of opportunity to, to uh Respond to the Angie, question. Angie also thought that the question was maybe a little confusing. I really? Didn't, I didn't think that was, so I re, re-put it out there hoping someone would, you know, Oh, no, it I thought it was great. If you have a New Year's resolution, how do you plan to see it through? I mean, through to the end, right? right to right. the end of 2020. Yeah. I think that's a, a fine question. And, and, you know, back to that answer is diligence. Just diligence. Diligence, commitment. And also... Will if you mess up, forgive yourself. Well, like and this just start week, again. I haven't been point on, but I'm 
I'm okay with that. I like how you changed it up because most people say on point and you're like, I haven't been point on. I love that. Nice way to change it up. All right. Well, the question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is what does a perfect Saturday night look like for you? Mm. A perfect Saturday night. Or maybe, you know, it's funny because we, uh, I asked this question, uh, 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 not this question, but I asked what's your favorite day of the week to the panel of people that we, uh, we, we work, we, Michael and I, which funny, funny enough, Michael just joined us right. the, that Michael and I interviewed uh, or talked to on our end of year panel for the unscripted narrative podcast. We said, what's your favorite day of the week? And those guys don't work Monday through Friday. So then it was like whatever day they just had a whatever day. So in this case, with this particular question, what does a perfect Saturday night look like for you? What is the perfect like evening off look like for you or whatever your favorite day is? Mm, okay. uh, so we'll kind of, we'll kind of we'll work, work that's that. That's a good question. Uh, spawn, uh, so, that's the question of the podcast. We'll answer it next week. Uh, you can respond on on the Facebook pages, Mindy's, the Low Tree Studios, or the Jason Mindy Podcast. Uh, sponsors coming up. Coming up after the sponsor, Mindy will share reasons your blunt friends are the best friends to have. All right, so the Jason Mindy Podcast is brought to you by Low Tree Studios. We say it every podcast because uh, we got a lot of podcasts on there, and it is a place for podcasts. Check out our website today for all the latest out of Low Tree Studios, including Unscripted Narrative, The Daily Dose, uh, The Difference Between Us, this podcast, WTF is on Netflix, so many more. Check it out. Bye-bye. But not really bye-bye because we're right here. Yeah. All right. So while your blunt friends might come across a little embarrassing from time to time, mm. overall, they're probably the best friends you have. Do you have any like just kind of loud out there? Blunt. Blunt. Say it how it is type friends. Um, I guess Stephanie would be the most blunt uh, of the people that uh, she's not a friend. She's family. But she'd probably be the most blunt of the the friends, f f close people that I have. I can think Stephanie of another was. one too. Um, Tina would be one. Tina's that way. Mm -hmm. Tina Greenwood is that way. Yeah, I she's love it. Blunt. I love it when people. I actually admire it. I love it when people can just say how it is. Yeah. Yeah. And Antonio says, "Yeah, they need to shut those mouths." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once in a while, yes. Um, <laughs> but I do admire it. I think that. It, it takes a lot of courage mm -hmm. to speak your mind. Now, I would say on on this on the podcast and in the podcast world, I can be blunt, or I wouldn't say blunt, but I I have an opinion, but I typically don't offer that too much. Yeah, you know, when to my friends now and close friends, I will, but I'm not going to come with it harsh. You know, I'm going to come with it gentle, and I'm and usually just in regular company, I'm I'm polite. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. not going to push that. But this is my forum. I do it here. But uh, in general, no, I don't have too many blunt friends. I think if you're intuitive too, you kind of know when to turn it on you and turn should. it off. You should know. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Here's reasons why your blunt friends are your best friends. Nice. Let's Number hear Number one, they never sugarcoat things. True. Your blunt friends don't waste time. They tell you things as they are. And while you don't want to upset you, they know sugarcoating things won't do anyone any good. Agree. So if you need to hear something, you know, you can uh, go to them without, you know, it being a big deal I like and it. they'll tell you the truth. Right. Uh, the next one is, you know, that they care about you. Your blunt friends care about you. They make sure you know that. And Tina's really, really good at that. They are there for you when you need them and they don't just blow you off as others do. If something comes up, they're very clear about it. And I wish more people were like that. Yeah. I wish people were like, you know, when you plan a party and you send out an invite and it's like, maybe, maybe no, I'll no, be it's there. Yes yeah. or no. Just say no. Yeah, if it's you're, cool yes to say no. no. Right. Uh, and, and to talk about Tina, she and give an example of her bluntness. Like she absolutely hates it when Mindy burps on the podcast. <laughs> Doesn't bother. I mean, I, it I don't like it. But, so I call Mindy out on I actually call you out really on behalf of Tina. Yes, you do. I just need her to know that because I really it doesn't bother me that much, really. Mm -hmm. So I do, but I do on behalf of Tina, I call you out on, to make up for it, right? But she'll text us, leave a comment. Oh yeah, disgusting Mindy. She'll call you stuff like that. It's pretty <laughs> funny. And that's 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 bluntness, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, next one is they know what they want in life. Your blunt friends are not the kind uh, kinds of people who sit around waiting for something to happen in mm. their life and they go out and make things happen for themselves. Nice. Makes yeah. sense. Yep. Next one, they know how to make you smile. Your blunt friends know how to make you laugh and how to bring a smile to your face. And when you're feeling down, you know, they will be able to pick you up. Sweet. Like it. Mm hmm. Number five, they don't lie to make you feel better. Your blunt friends won't lie. Uh, like your fake friends will, they basically will tell you the truth. Yeah. Well, fake friends aren't friends. That's true. I good, mean, real friends, point, Jason. real friends may not be blunt. They'll be honest. I think blunt uh, has has sort of a razor edge to it. Mm -hmm. you like know, Stephanie it, is really blunt. She can come across like, oh, fuck, what, why'd you just say that to me? You know yeah. what I mean? It, there's people that can come across like that. And it's a little, it can be a little harsh. It's abrasive, but I don't know. I think I'd rather. Would you? Yeah. I mean. There comes a point when somebody's truth is their truth. Yeah. But, you know. It's true. Uh, Antonio says they're embarrassing. They have no filter and no public volume control. This well, that's, is true. Yeah. that, that yeah. <laughs> Your blunt friends, that is true. That is very true. Yeah. There have been situations, not with the two that we're talking about, right. but I, I have known to really? be around situations where you're like cringing. You're like, oh God, where's a rock I can go crawl under? Yeah. I've been there too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my mom's like one of those, actually. My oh, mom yeah. will freaking, if she's pissed, Oh boy, forget about it. If the steak isn't done right or the service isn't good, it's going to- That's embarrassing. It, yeah. I don't like to be embarrassed in public uh -uh. either. That's one of my big pet peeves. Same. Don't embarrass me in public. Yeah. I will not be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Number six, you know their friendship is real. That's kind of redundant. Right. Number seven, they don't hide things they're passionate about, so they'll really tell you. Uh, for instance, I keep using Tina, but she likes to color. And, right. and yeah, she's she really passionate about it, and she colors everything. She colors even all our work papers. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, they are fun to spend time with. True. Your blunt friends are always going to be, hands down, the most fun people to spend time with. And I think Stephanie's a blast yeah. to be around. Uh, she's witty and funny. You're kind of witty too like that when, you, when you get into those moods. Thank you. Number nine, they're not afraid of change. So that's true. pretty, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they are very open-minded usually. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about that? Not, not always. Um, and so look, I think Antonio's thinking along the lines that I was thinking of when, when you started the segment. Um, there's, there's 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 a difference between uh j just bl blunt would you wish you which you which you really would say is more like honest right. or what they call honesty but i think honesty is a weird thing to use because what whatever your truth is may not be mine right so i you know that's all that's a little odd uh but but there's people that are blunt that are really harsh yeah right and that that's that abrasive blunt is 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 not great yeah that is it's not, not fun that's the embarrassing that's the ones that kind. embarrass yeah and uh joseph says authenticity yeah that's a good blunt when you're authentic you're yourself you're not hiding anything you know you're not trying to hide behind politeness you're yeah. just yourself. Yeah. Uh, and Antonio says, yeah, blunt is not necessarily obnoxious. And then Joseph says context. Exactly. I agree with those two things. Yeah. I like it. Like when you're in a situation and somebody's honest with their opinion and okay with their opinion, even if you don't agree with it, like there, especially in today's world, right. I wish there were more people that you could just have a chat with. Um, and you know, first thing that comes to mind, obviously, is political things. It's right. like to have the conversation. I'm okay if, if if you don't agree. If you have a different opinion, right? And anyway, I really appreciate people that can just be cool with that. I anyway, agree. yeah. Let's see. Where did I leave off? They're open minded. Okay, they always say what they're feeling, and that's not always no. It's such not always a great, great thing. No, no, no. It's it not. depends. Um, but if you've hurt somebody's feelings. Or if I've hurt your feelings, I want to know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the last one, they aren't afraid to apologize mm. when they need to. And mm. that's absolutely true. Absolutely. That's the case. They, they, they have, a, they have a sense of self-awareness where they, uh, you know, a conscience where, you know, you've hurt somebody and it's like, okay, I know I visibly hurt you. Let me, let me tell you how I, you know, let me apologize for that. Another person too comes to mind is my sister. She's very much 
like that. Do you hear the snoring dogs, God, people? it's ridiculous. Licking and snoring. That's what we deal with here in this. Licking and in snoring. In this, uh, this little podcast studio. Anyway, Jason, that's my segment. That was a good segment. I don't know. I think everybody agrees. Everybody, a round of applause. Where, wherever you're sitting right now, a round of applause. <laughs> I think that was really good. Good conversation piece there. Um, all right. So we've got our, fa- our fun facts coming up. After fun facts, I'm going to share predictions about the year 2020. From way back when, this is a fun list. I think we're going to have a good time with it, but we got to wait till after this. You know I love those fun facts because they're factual and fun. <coughs> <coughs> All right, my first fun fact is this. The woodland jumping mouse, check this out, this is funny. The woodland jumping mouse got its name because it lives in woodlands and can jump six feet high. Dang, that's pretty high for a mouse. pretty sweet, huh? It's a woodland jumping mouse. All right, Italians wear red underwear on New Year's Eve to bring them good luck. Whoa. It, it is a tradition dating back to medieval times. That's cool. When the men would when the men would wear a red drape to protect the family jewels from witches. <laughs> from witches? That's funny. <laughs> All right, next fun fact here. 4% of the complaints received by British Rail are about how they handle complaints. Okay. I don't know what British Rail is. Somebody can inform me, but, uh, you know, they're complaining about how they handle complaints. That's their biggest complaint. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, In a new study, researchers found that the human nose has roughly 400 scent receptors Mm. that can detect at least one trillion different odors, far more than the 10,000 previously thought. Interesting. All right. Well, fun facts are in the books. Oh. So Antonio is saying British Rail it's equals Amtrak. So okay. it's the equivalent of what we call the Amtrak out here. And uh, I'm not sure I'm going to pronounce your name right, but Mamond, Mamond Sanala said hello. 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 <laughs> All together now, Mindy. Hello. hello. There we go. All right. So I got predictions about the year 2020 <clears throat> from way back when. Check this out. The first prediction is human feet will become one big toe. Okay. And that comes from 1911. In a 1911 lecture at the Royal College of Surgeons of England, Surgeon Richard Clement Lucas said that the useless outer toes will become useless uh, useless and less so that man might become one a one-toed race. I don't think that's even possible. Still hasn't happened. Have you ever bruised your toe or broke your toe and realized how much you need your toes? No, no, no. They're not saying that. They're saying that they'll fuse together and you'll become like one big, it'll be like one big toe, like a, like, like a cow's hoof. I know, but what I'm saying is they, you couldn't fuse them together. You need all of them to spread You wide. do. It's important. But P- he piggies. thinks, he's saying that because of Shoes. You know what he's saying. Yeah, okay, fine. Let's move on then. <laughs> All right. The next one is um, the next prediction about the year 2020. We'll have ape chauffeurs. In 1994, the Rand Corporation, a global think tank that's contributed to the space program and the development development of the internet, said they expected us to have animal employees by the year 2020. Wow. Hasn't happened yet. Uh, next thing, flying houses. Arthur C. Clarke who wrote 2001 A Space Odyssey, believed that houses of the future would have nothing keeping them on the ground and they would be able to move to anywhere on Earth on a whim. In fact, he even suggested that whole communities would be able to fly south for winter. Wouldn't that be amazing? Fly south for winter? How how many times have we said we'd love to just pick up this house and go somewhere else? And move it somewhere else. Oh, I would love that. Because we love this house. Love this house. But I'd love it by the beach. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Antonio says, I can imagine apes yanking the steering wheel dri- driving. Oh, my That'd be goodness. pretty scary. Um, next thing here. Speaking of apes. Sure. Not really, but to that segment. Uh, I heard somebody say, or maybe it was you, uh, there's robots in, in, in Walmart going down the aisles. Oh, you probably saw it on Facebook. I think I saw that same thing. It's clean. They're cleaning. They're cleaning the floor and stuff oh, like that. Oh, is that what it is? That's what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next thing here, CX and Q will be eliminated. Uh, these are the letters, which I think 
they probably could be eliminated. Uh, is in the letter C, though? The letter C is useless. Oh. Useless. Think about it. Can. All right, you can use a K. Crap. You can use a K. Oh, okay. I think the only where, place where it's useful is useful is before an H, like change. To make the word change, there's oh. no other way to go ch. Oh, right. Than than with a ch combination. Okay, I get where you're going with but that. But everywhere else, exactly. Michael says. Michael said the same thing that I was saying right there. <laughs> he said ch. That's the only place it's useful. But everywhere else, you, you can like replace. Brothers it. from another we mother. We are Michael and I are brothers from another mother. That's for sure. All right. So C, X, and Q will be eliminated in 1900. John Efrith Watkins, Jr., the curator of mechanical technology at the Smithsonian Institute, predicted that those three letters would become unnecessary. He said that by now, we'd be spelling mostly by sound and would communicate with condensed words. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he, uh, Michael says, Patna. That's my Patna. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I got I to turn this page over here. All right, so this is another prediction, which, Wow. This is, wow. this is the prediction. No more coffee, tea, or tobacco. Okay, that's not going to happen. In 1937, Nikola, Nikola Tesla predicted that within a century, coffee, tea, and tobacco will be no longer in vogue. He wrote that it will simply be no longer fashionable to poison the system with harmful ingredients. Now, I will say <coughs> that caffeine is sort not caffeine, um... Tea, tobacco is sort of reaching that place. Yeah, people still smoke, but it has become more of a. Uh, we don't want to use that, but coffee stronger than ever. That's going to take a while. Oh, people, for people sure. are, are highly addicted to coffee. Yeah, coffee stronger than ever. Tea, I don't like tea. tea even Antonio said must exactly. have coffee. And then he also says certain hospitals have robots roaming the halls like big metal boxes with wheels. That's what they look like. I think the Walmart ones too. Huh. Uh, and then he says, Ikea, uh, number one, unlimited espresso. Oh, is that the one? Did I read that wrong? One dollar unlimited espresso. What? In Ikea? That's cool. It's a furniture store. That's pretty sweet. All right, let's move on. Uh, all roads will become tubes. In 1957, popular mechanics article said that every street in America will be replaced by a network of pneumatic tubes. Your car would only need power to get from your home to the nearest tube. Then they'll be pneumatically powered to any desired destination. None of this shit is happening. No. Uh, next thing, nobody will work and we'll, we'll all be rich. Mm. God, that'd be sweet. <laughs> Jeez. I often, you know, have thought like, Ugh. I mean, this is so far out there, but what would it be like in a world where we didn't have to go God. to a place to work like would we be as productive what would we do what would that look like i don't know i think it's really i think now look i know contribute more to society i don't know i think the need for for money and we'll call it a need i mean everybody needs some kind of money you don't need maybe millions but you need money to survive right it's like our modern day buffalo like the indians needed the buffalo they followed it everywhere it's we need it so because we need it, we have to get creative in how to earn it. I think it keeps people uh, motivated, you know, like I, I would say like for me, yeah, maybe I don't have the job I love, but it keeps me motivated to try to, to, try to work toward the job yeah. I really want. So I think it's a way of motivating. But what if money wasn't even a factor? We're going down a rabbit hole. But if it just didn't even exist, like we just, we didn't. would always have to have something to, to be creative in. we're creative beings. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, we would always be creating something. Yeah. Something, you know? Um, but I mean, I think there is, the system can be broken a lot of times. I think we're taught to just get a job. <laughs> Antonio said no jobs, a whole lot of weed naps. Equals, equals a whole lot of weed naps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, in 1966, Time Magazine predicted that machines will be producing so much that everyone will be independently wealthy. Uh, without lifting a finger, the average family could expect to earn a salary of thirty to 40000 That would be around 300000 now. That is ridiculous that they predicted that. That is crazy. <laughs> and then the last prediction that isn't that never happened we'll eat candy made of underwear candy made of underwear the new york times longtime science ed- editor uh Waldem- waldemir K- kempfert 
wrote in 1950 that it would be possible to take ordinary objects like an old table, like old table linens and rayon underwear and bring them to chemical factories to be converted into candy. Wow, that's crazy. Well, we're not, we're starting to turn candy underwear. So I'm thinking edible underwear. Isn't that already out? No, they're talking about you can turn your underwear into candy. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but they're sort of turning, they're sort of making uh, weird stuff. Oh God, what am I saying here? They're sort of turning, making meat out of, remember where that thing where they're making meat out of thin air kind of? Yeah. Sort of weird like that. And that's all I have. Let's move on to your quote. My page got cut off weird. <laughs> Tripped out for a minute. That's oh, true. by the way, you need this, don't you? I don't. I didn't give that to oh, you. Oh, yeah. Thank you so There's much. There's your paper. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So your quote of the day and the inspiration was new day. New day. With the new day comes new strength and new thoughts. Nice. And that's by Eleanor Roosevelt. I like it. Your next one is today's a new day. It's your day. You shape it. Don't let it be shaped by someone else's ignorance or fear. Right. I like it. And the last one, folks, is today is a new day. It's a day you have never seen before and will never see again. Mm. Stop telling yourself the same crap. Different day. Yeah, lie. I hate that shit. How many days has that lie stolen from you? Mm. Seize the wonder and the uniqueness of today. Recognize that throughout this beautiful day, you have an incredible amount of opportunities to move your life into the direction you want it to go. That's great. I hate when people say that same shit, different day. I hate when people say that. Yeah. Or they say uh, same crap, different toilet, which that doesn't make sense to me because it's the same toilet, different crap. We all go to the same toilet Not every necessarily. day. I see. Okay, here we work. go. Here's the debate. You go to your work toilet. That's a toilet. They, a, they're talking about work. When they talk about work, same toilet, different. They well, say you might same, use the one in the next stall. Oh my God. You're using it literally. <laughs> they're, talking about, they're talking about the place being a toilet. Well. So they're saying it's a different toilet. Forget it. We're not going to go down there. <laughs> We're not doing this. We're not doing it. <laughs> you hate being debated. I love it. No, I don't hate to be being debated. We've debated enough is what yeah, I'm saying. Okay. We're getting to the All end. Right. Uh, Ashton in the chat mm -hmm. says, hey, lady. And then Michael Kreppel, for one of your quotes, said, right on target, girl. Get it. Uh, <laughs> moving on to this. It's time for podcast shout outs. Yes, it is. And the only new show is our one and only Jason Galbraith. Yay! He has a new show called The Daily Dose. Yeah. Bite-sized podcast. What, yeah. about 10 minutes? 10 to 15 minutes, usually. It's pretty good. It's useless or useful information. Yeah. You know? Yeah, take it or leave it. It's just, it's just, it's just content. It's just it that, you know, on a, if you've got a short commute, it's perfect. Yeah, it's fun. Bite-sized. Anyway, um, the other shows that I've listened to this week, Your Artificial Friends, The Moth, Ben Shapiro, man, he was on one today about the whole, the whole thing that happened with you know us shooting, or I mean, uh, Iran, Iran yeah. shooting the missiles. Yeah, great podcast, unscripted narrative, Oprah's Super Soul Conversations, Sword and Scale, Disgraceland, Blood Ties, Small Town Dicks, Weird as AF. Yeah, news. I started I listening to that. Jonesy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Office Ladies. If you are a Office fanatic, mm -hmm. the daily Mark and Linda's podcast. Is there anything else? God damn, that is it. Jeez, that's um, not even as many. I but that's all you could pull in that's the all few minutes pull. you had. Um, yeah, weird AF news. I started listening to that too. Uh, he was on. He was on the unscripted narrative podcast. Jonesy, the host. Uh, so be sure to check out Weird AF News and of course check Jonesy out on Unscripted Narrative and check out our latest guest too, uh, Michael Davis. Uh, he was a storyboard artist for Tremors, which uh, Jordan from Wreck My Podcast reached out to me and said they just fe they just featured Tremors on one of their most recent podcasts. He was like, wow, that's crazy. You just had a guest that did the storyboard for it. Um, he was an interesting guy. Oh, I, he's great. Big I personality. I had no clue that they did storyboard type stuff. Oh, I stuff love the storyboard stuff. Isn't that cool to hear how they do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he that was his thing. Uh, and then, of course, he was a director for, oh, my God, I'm forgetting it now. Maybe Michael can help me with it. Eek. 
And it's on the tip of my tongue, but it was a it was a pretty big film. Had oh god, forget it. I'm gonna just I'm butchering it because <laughs> my brain is tired at the end of the day. But Michael Davis was an incredible guest, and uh, so check out the Unscripted Narrative podcast. But that's it for today's show. If you'd like to listen to us live, you can do so on Castbox every other Monday and every Wednesday. Okay, Michael's helped me out. Thank you, Michael. Shoot him up. So many different movies in my head, you know, from all the different people that we uh, we we uh, interview. But shoot him up, yeah, with Clive Owen. There it is, with Clive Owen in it. It was a re- it's it's a good film. It's a good film. So check it out. Uh, but Michael Davis is a good dude. Check out that podcast as well. Anyway. Back to what I was saying, we do our podcast every other Monday and every Wednesday, and we do it at 6 p.m. right here on CastBox. If you love what we do and want more of us, you can subscribe to us at, uh, to our Low Tree Studios Patreon page, and also check out our website, LowTreeStudios.com. The links are provided in the show notes. We also have another different another podcast called The Difference Between Us, which will be live tomorrow. We're back with The Difference Between Us tomorrow to kick off 2020. 6.30 at p.m. At 6.30 p.m. We're going to talk about home improvement because Wayne suggested it. Wayne's in the chat currently. Enjoy your evening, everyone. And thank you for listening to our show where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. And don't forget the question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is what does a perfect Saturday night look like for yeah, you? Right. You can respond to all the social medias. We love your responses and we will always feature them on Wednesdays. And we'll talk to you later. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. We had a great chat tonight. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.